listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry, and we are going into our campaign this week right now. Malaysian mysteries, all about mysterious places, and today we're hearing from two sides of uh, the the coin mm-hmm. about one particular place. It's very interesting because we were, uh, you know, uh, got these messages in about the, from these two different people who wanted to talk about one particular place, the house of Mona Fendi. Mm. Now, her name is forever etched in Malaysian history as the singer turned Bomo who apparently gruesomely killed a politician during a magical rite. That was way back in 1993. Right. Won't go into the antics. You can go and look up that uh, mystery yeah. and story of intrigue and, and gruesomeness yourself. But there have been loads of brave Ghostbusters who've gone to her house because, of course, it then became deserted after right. the whole hoo-ha blew up. However, intrepid adventurers, well, it didn't stop them. So we're going to start off first with a story from Ram about his experience. Back in 2013, I and my colleagues uh, went to one place at Shalam, Section 12, which is called Mona Fendi's house. Then we actually we are planned to do one short film that time. So we go for a side visit. We we heard by from someone that there is a place, abandoned place. It looks so creepy. And then they told me like it is Mona Fendi's house. Then I and my friends went there. Lah. So I, my one guy friend and a girl with a girl. So we went there and then we just to Reki and then uh, taking photographs and then suddenly what we uh, think I bring my camera back and then uh, the girl also uh, came with her back and back hall. The girl was missing suddenly. I and the guy was talking about the portrait. There is a portrait inside the house actually. So we look at that and then just wow what the portrait is that and then we discuss about how to angle our short film all. Then uh, we are looking for the girl. The girl is missing. Suddenly, we the guy with me he just called her name lah, Ria. Ria, where are you? Then she just give a voice from the other side. Say, I'm taking photo here, over here. And then we went there and then see. And then she was. It's okay, it's okay. I'm coming to you. You all wait there. Then we was really curious. What are she doing there? Actually, we don't know. Uh, then suddenly say, what are you doing? No, no, I just go and take pictures all and then she shows the pictures, okay then. And then we never ever realize that we are, we left our bag in the house actually. Our bags, my camera bag and also uh, her handbag in the house. So we just went out because it's like lightning outside there, like it's going to be rain, like something sound like going to be rain. So we just move fast as fast as we can. So then only we realize oh, halfway to from Shalam we are going lead to we are heading to Star Park actually. So we are going to Star Park. Then suddenly then only realize oh my bag is missing. Then she so say, hey, yeah my bag is missing. I left it there. Then we are there ready. I I have something to do at that night, and then my other colleague also. Then she told me if you go, you you help me to take back the bag, get back the bag. Then I told her okay, I will do it. And then around 9:30 that day, 9:30 p.m. at night, I went there again. I bring my torchlight and then go there, and then I just get in, and then I want to take my bag there. But I 
go to near my bag there is something shining things you know it's like eyes then i realize it's a black cat so that's what the story so far what happens next the black cat the eyes let's find out the black cat is just uh beside my camera bag i want to take the bag and then it's like the cat was really fierce and then the cat it's like come to attack me you know then i was oh wow uh, i just hold there and then i want to do what i will wait there for few minutes and then i'm trying to get again then the cat just like no the cat never let me to take my bag and then suddenly the cat come near me uh, i wore jeans it bite my jeans and then pull my jeans and then it, the cat walked to the other side then i just look at the cat i want to take my bag and then it was fiercely sound you know and then i uh, just follow the cat actually i take my bag and then follow to cat the cat uh, take me to the other side where yes bag is so i went there and then i said oh the bag is there then only i realized something is that like the girls thing you know monthly things they the pet they she left the pet there and the bag is also there i apologize na i apologize okay apologize to you said it's our mistake uh, so next time we won't do please forgive us uh, and then i take the bag and then i went back ready and then i call uh, ria on the one side out from the house i want to call ria there is no network in my phone and then you see there is a balcony you know on the first floor from outside the gate you can see the first floor i can see there is a woman standing there and then the woman staring at you at that moment it's uh, it was really don't know i don't know who is that actually but a woman is there standing there and then i was just straight away walk to my car and then i take the car half away then i called ria again so ria's phone answered by her mom Her mom told me uh, that Ria was admitted in hospital because due to suddenly she feel uh, really ill and then she was admitted. So what happens next ah! is the question. It's just it's been escalating the drama <laughs> in this story, man. Let's find out right now. I was like ask the mother she tell you anything no she never tell me that she come home she went to the washroom and then come out suddenly she scream and then she fainted then they bring her to the hospital so that's the moment and then the next day itself she was she have the conscious and then i told her she was okay i apologize that i did the wrong thing i was in a rush to go to the hospital the next day because the first day itself uh, at my house i have a pet dog the pet dog was really barking at time like early morning 1:30 or 2 something it's barking towards my car with my car i park my car outside so it's look at the car and then bark i thought something else in the snake or any uh, monitor lizard or anything then actually i asked him oh, keep quiet why you are barking at this time and then it was like the sound the dog sound like crying sound you know ah that's the sound and then i said it's okay it's okay cool down and then i just come in i will go look at my father now he is sleeping he is a stroke patient i'm looking at him from there i can see via the window of the room the room uh, i can i'm seeing my car the car got the shadow of the woman that i saw at the place the one of in the house 
then I was oh what is this I don't know then I I again apologized her but I didn't get anything I didn't I I was like what is this why this happened then the next morning I went to hospital immediately and then she was in the conscious and then I asked her don't do like this next time you have to be very careful because it's not our place we just go for a side visit it's not our place actually so we heard from someone and then we go for a side visit then we all do the things unwanted things and then they will be and they will be more angry which is what i get to know from my grandfather you cannot disturb anyone at their place so only that la and after the after apologized then i never saw anything she also was really good after one week all clear The light breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. And if you're feeling it's extra cold this morning, well, it's because <laughs> we are into our Malaysian mysteries campaign. And this week we're talking about mysterious places like Mona Fendi's house that's yes. deserted now. Yeah. So we had two people write in to tell us about their experiences. So we we got them on the line to share the actual story. We heard from Ram a little bit earlier yeah. on. He seemed to be quite spooky. Lots Super. of things happening there. Yeah. But next up, we're going to be hearing from. Tr- who decided to go on a whim and had a sort of experience that perhaps was telling of sorts but mm. then also left you wondering for more here is what he had to say started off one night this is like years ago uh, me and a bunch of friends were having supper in one of the mama and we're just talking about horror stories in Malaysia and somehow the conversation just got deep and we just got curious about these places in in KL and so after the mama session we took a drive uh went on an adventure uh driving around KL and then one of our friends said that hey uh, let's go check out this place uh it's rumored to be one of uh, Mona Fendi's house and then we were like yeah sure you know just take a drive you know not expecting anything so we drove and then we kind of found this place at this abandoned house it was it was dark um the street lights were you know wasn't really properly it wasn't like wasn't bright and we drove a couple of times up and down the street and then as we made the turn and you know we we drove back and forth and we just got uh, even more curious so we parked the car at the side of the road and then there was like four of us uh, we were just looking outside the house you know we were you know trying to see through the walls the gate you know it's like there's anything that you know could answer curiosity and it was it was it was cold it was chilly and yeah it's like it gave us like a bit of goosebumps like walking around even just looking into the house and but sadly we 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 couldn't we didn't see anything couldn't find anything and yeah and then we just made one last ra- round and then yeah, and then we left uh, but just being in that area being being around that area uh kind of like gave us like some like goosebumps chilly feelings um yeah uh but we weren't sure if it's like Mona Fendi's house uh which is like kind of like went online and tried to find some 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 article on it but we just couldn't find but yeah it was still an adventure for us uh, and our friends on a random uh, weekday night driving around KL 
It's the light breakfast with Asha and Terry. We are into our campaign this week <laughs> of Malaysian mysteries. We're talking about mysterious places. Getting totally creeped out about Mona Fendi's abandoned house. Oh. I know. As told by Ram and Tron, two very different people. Don't very. know each other who went to go and investigate. We have had so many incredible tales sent in by you about mysterious places. And here's my question, right? After watching a telly program about uh, mediums and stuff who were supposed to figure stuff out, right? what if we didn't know that they were mysterious? What if we just knew that they were buildings, derelict or not, and it was our job to figure out whether or not there was something to that place uh-huh. that was either spooky, creepy... I don't like where or... this is going. You're not going to know, right? We're not going to have to go... Asha, just stop. No, Do not suggest I, I'm, we I'm, go I'm, to this place. I'm just saying that maybe our producer could choose <sighs> a couple of places, <sighs> two of which are maybe your regular houses and another one's maybe got a bit of history to it. And then you and I go and have a look and see whether we feel any different because we won't know which one is which. Oh, I feel, uh, I feel like getting sick, I think. When is this happening? You tell me when. I plan to get sick on that day. <laughs> you see, maybe you aren't as sensitive as you think. Maybe you'd be so blasé. Or maybe you're so irritating to everybody that even the ghosts don't want to come near you. There is no chance of me not feeling anything. You know why? Because even when I close my eyes, sometimes if I close it for too long, I freak out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, it's too dark for too long. Okay, then. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.